Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Well, hey there, and welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. You can find us online by going to insightfolios.com. Kevin brings more than 28 years of experience to the table each and every week here on the program, and it's great to be with you once again, Kevin. How you been? I've been pretty good waiting for this week to, you know, kick off because of this nice weather's coming around, the temperatures are going up, you know, and I even planted some grass seeds, so I'm a little bit optimistic, right? Nice. Oh, that's yeah. great to hear. What, what kind of grass seed did you plant? Stuff that don't grow. I'm terrible at that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you just do it because you're supposed to, but you don't know if it's actually going to well, there's these two spots in my yard that I just can't get grass seed to grow, <laughs> and I, I plant it and plant it, and then it just doesn't come up. I, I wouldn't be a good farmer, I don't think, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. I love it. Well, at least you try. That's the main point, right? I'm trying. I'm trying. Well, we've got a lot of good things to talk about on today's show. Do you remember the SECURE Act? It was a thing we were making kind of a big deal about sure. at the end of the year and then the beginning of this year, and then coronavirus happened. So we're going to check back in on the SECURE Act because it really is an important thing to talk about. So we want to make sure that people aren't overlooking that topic. We're going to bring that up on today's show, and we're going to talk about times when the customer... Well, you know, the saying is the customer is always right, but there are times where the customer isn't always right. And we're going to talk about that on today's show as well and maybe answer some of your questions. Lots to get to on the program. But let's start it off with a tweet of the week, Kevin. Uh, this came to us from Andy McCarthy. He tweeted, I actually wore a bandana covering my face nose down to go to the bank today. Whole time, I'm thinking... I've convicted people on less evidence than this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a different feeling now, isn't it? You walk into a bank with a bandana like the old westerns. Um, that I've seen people do that around us. We've have not in the bank, obviously, because we can't get in the bank, but in the stores and whatnot. So that's uh, that's a little different take on it, that's for sure. And he he's uh, some sort of attorney way back when, and he convicted people on less evidence. So I get it. I was uh, helping someone set up some radio equipment the other day and went to their house and they they greeted me in the same way. They had the bandana over their over, over their face and I was just kind of looked at them and I was like, "Well, howdy, partner." <laughs> <laughs> it's becoming more stylish cuz I see more and more people with them versus the, you know, the mask. So I think it's uh, more more comfortable for people, I think. I don't know. Probably, but I can't think it's more effective though to have just a simple bandana versus an actual mask. No, I would, you wouldn't think. You I, wouldn't I, would, think. I would think that the, uh, the true mask is probably still the preferred way to go, but if that's all you got, rock the bandana, I suppose. So I thought that was well, a know, light way to start things off today. You know, uh, once you know, once we get through the you know the stages of it here, you're going to wonder, <laughs> are the banks, people are still going to be nervous. Are they going to allow you to wear bandanas? Yeah, how long that? will they allow it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. No sunglasses, no hats. You know, they don't like any of that stuff coming in the banks, so. That'll be that'll be interesting to find out. Or will it just be a new fashion that is now you know in in vogue? Will will yeah. f, you know will that be part of the fashion is to have some sort of mask element yeah. uh, to our fashion you know tastes over the years from here? I don't yeah, know. And if you're if you're an Amtrak fan, that'd be kind of interesting too. Everybody gets on their bandanas, right? 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Good point. You film a movie. Film a movie. You got it. You got it. Well, lots to talk about. And uh, let, let's dive into that secure. Speaking of banks and security, well, somewhat of a segue there. Uh, the Secure Act. Big topic of discussion at the beginning of the year, Kevin, because of all the financial implications it would have for people, especially retirees and pre-retirees. But it's now been completely forgotten because of the coronavirus. It's really occupied all of our attention, of course. But the elements of the new law are still important for people to factor into their financial plan. So in case people have forgotten or missed all those big news alerts at the beginning of the year related to the SECURE Act, we thought it'd be a good time to kind of readdress some of those points on today's show and talk about why they're so important for people to understand. Um, Now, we have to view this through the lens of the coronavirus situation still. So we'll keep that in mind as well. But one of the big things that happened in that SECURE Act at the beginning of the year was that the required minimum distribution age moved from 70 and a half to 72. Why is that important? Well, for a couple of reasons, you know, um, we're no longer, you know, like you just said, you're no longer required to withdraw assets from your IRAs, 401s, 403Bs, those types of things until age 72. Well, right now, that's probably a pretty good thing, right? Because the market is down. So we know when the market's down, we really, it's not an ideal time to take money out of the market. So if you don't need those RMDs, you can stave those off until 72. But here's the key. If you turn 70 and a half in 2019, it's probably a, you know, a good idea to continue taking your RMDs because you fall in that little slot that that'll make more sense. So if you turn seven and a half in 2019, I'd recommend probably continue taking those and going forward on that. But if we think about this, why did it change? Well, for some, it's going to help, like I said, uh, you know, for this year, because the market is down. But what, remember, when you pull an RMD out, what do you have to do, Walter? When you're forced to take that money out of your IRA, what's the first thing that you have to do? Taxes. Taxes, right? So this year, you don't have to, if they extended a year and a half, doesn't seem like a big time, but they extended a year and a half because we're living longer. But you can stave off taxes for a year and a half in some cases. Remember, all you're doing is kicking the tax can down the road when you do that. But it just may be the help you need this year to, you know, help you, um, you know, contain some of your tax situation or even, you know, you don't want to pull money out of the market because the market's down right now. So that's probably will help more people than we can imagine right now. Just that simple rule. That's a great point. So RMDs, changes to those in that SECURE Act, don't lose sight of that fact. We also had an update with the age limit on IRA contributions and the fact that they lifted age limits on IRA contributions. So no longer are you limited there as long as you have earned income you can contribute. Well, you can. And that's kind of, you know, there's confusion about this because if you were working past 70 and a half, and we have clients who work past 70 and a half, and they have a 401k, they can contribute there. So they're saying, why can't I contribute to a 401k and not an IRA? Well, now you can. That's the new law. So if you're working, we've all heard, Walter, you probably heard about the guy in Nawaso, Michigan, the barber who was cutting hair. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, they want to shut him down and all of this, but he's saying he needs to earn money. Well, for him, that'd be a perfect example. Let's say he has a good year and he needs a little bit of tax help and he's still working. He's after 70. Well, that that's going to be a benefit for people like that. So if you are over the age of 70 and a half and if you're still working, you have 1099 income, you have to have earned income. That may help you contribute to an IRA um, for tax purposes. And I think that's the reason they came about that is because we're living longer. You know, technology is coming on, our health is getting better, so they have to adapt to the new the new changes as Americans living longer, and that's one of the things they've done. We're talking about the SECURE Act, some of the changes that were announced at the beginning of the year, kind of readdressing those now in the light of the coronavirus situation. 
Another change here, Kevin, inherited retirement accounts. Inherited retirement accounts must now be distributed within 10 years. That was a big development. That's a big one right there. So previously, if you, you know, prior to this year, um, if you inherited an IRA, you fell underneath a different rule than what you do today. So let me give you an idea how this works. So let's say you are 40 years old. I'm going to age you up again, Walter. Okay. Uh, but let's say you're 40 years old and you inherited money from parents or it doesn't matter who from last year. So what the old rule says is you could stretch that IRA. We've all heard that um, lingo out there. You can stretch that IRA. So what they did is they said, well, if you're 40 years old, your life expectancy is 43.6 years. So let's say you inherited 100,000. You divide 100,000 by your life expectancy, which in this case is 43.6, which comes out, I think, around $2,300 that you'd have to take out of that. So that's about 2.3% on 100,000. The new law says, well, let's say you're inherited money this year. You have to liquidate that over a 10-year period. So if you take 10 divided into 100, that's 10%. So that could be huge. So a lot of attorneys, a lot of advisors like myself, prior to this rule change, were saying, you know, this is a good idea for legacy planning. We can plan out. We can provide for income for your kids. And that thing can still sit in there and grow. By the time they're older, they'll have a good nest egg. That rule is no longer applied, and now you have to take it out over that 10-year period. The exception is this. If you're a surviving spouse, you don't have to do that, or you're a minor, you know, minor child, or you're disabled, or you're chronically ill beneficiary, then some other rules apply that doesn't apply to you. But for most people, that's a big one because now you are forced to liquidate. Why do you think they want to do that, uh, Walter? They want to get, uh, it all goes back to taxes, right? Taxes, yeah. <laughs> now that's my opinion. I don't know for sure, but that makes sense, right? And we know with all this money they're, they're doling out right now, it's, it's like they're printing money, like there's, you know, it's going out of style, that we, I, I'm almost positive they're going to have to raise taxes in the future. And this is one way that I think they're, they're thinking about that would, you know, supplement some of that stuff coming down the road, so. It's another big one for sure. That inherited uh, changes for inherited retirement accounts. Very, very big deal. Talking about the SECURE Act, something else in here too, Kevin. New parents can take penalty-free withdrawals from retirement accounts, up to $5,000 withdrawals from retirement accounts, that is, still taxed but won't be penalized uh, after the birth or adoption of a child. Nice benefit there. Well, it is. It, it, what does it do? You know, Like you just said, it's going to permit an individual if it's qualified. So it has to be a birth or an adoption. And you can take up to $5,000 from your retirement plan, such as your 401k or your IRA, without the 10% penalty that applies. Now, the 10% penalty could, you know, is big in some cases. So let's back up. Where did the 10% penalty rule come from? Well, it came from the IRS. They said, if you withdraw from these type of accounts, retirement accounts before age 59 and a half, there's going to be a 10% penalty. Well, the new law says, no, if you need it because of, you know, you have, you adopted a child, you had a new child, you can take $5,000 out. You still have to pay taxes. They're not going to let you get away with that, but you don't have to pay that 10% penalty. So for some families that are starting out, especially during this coronavirus, you know, that may be an option for them. And, you know, I don't recommend you take it out because that's, uh, you know, we want that to grow long term. But if you have to, that's certainly an option. And last but not least, Kevin, one other little item on that SECURE Act we should mention. More 401k options for small businesses that would have previously found it too expensive to offer a 401k plan to employees. Yeah, this is something that a lot of small businesses uh, will probably be looking into. And what it does is it opens up what's called multiple employer plans, MEPS. 
And what it does is allow completely unrelated employers. So if you work, uh, you know, in one industry and another employer works in another industry, they allow you to participate in that. So roughly half of private sector workers, half of the workers out there in the U.S. still don't have access to a retirement plan. So Congress came about and said, well, we got to make this easier. We got to have something in place for the average worker um, to have some kind of retirement savings plan. So that's what it did. And it helped deliver low cost, high quality retirement plans for millions of small business workers. So if you're a small business owner, this may be a great opportunity for you to sit down and talk to somebody and see if you can you know, take advantage of this. Well, these are important things to remember. I know not all of these are going to apply to everybody listening to today's show, but I'm willing to bet that one of these will impact you or someone that you know. And so if you have some questions about these kinds of things, wonder how the SECURE Act is going to impact perhaps your estate plan, or maybe it's uh, those RMDs that you're thinking of taking out and you're not quite sure, okay, how does this all work now? What are the rules that I have to follow? You want to make sure you're making the right choices with these things because as you saw, the common thread through almost all of these had to come back to taxes. And we want to make sure that we're not paying more in taxes than we have to when it comes to our financial lives. And so if you want to talk to Kevin Ray about your situation, how you can better prepare for retirement and your financial future as a whole, get a complimentary review done of your financial plan and a better plan in place. 888-885-PLAN is your number to call to reach Kevin to talk about putting together a retirement plan. That's 888-885-7526. Get a second opinion of where you are right now and discuss how you can improve your situation going forward. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888 888- 885-7526. Kevin is your financial coach at Insight Folio, serving you throughout the Tri-City area, and you can pick up the phone and give him a call now to have that conversation. Talk over the phone, have a video conference meeting with Kevin, or come in for a one-on-one review when things get back to normal. But go ahead and take action while it's on your mind today. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. More coming up on today's show. You're tuned in to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. We believe it only takes three steps to build your financial future, and that's it. You shouldn't waste your time getting bogged down by complicated numbers and confusing financial products. Why worry with the minutiae? Three steps is all it takes. Step one, you talk. Step two, we act. And step three, Here comes the fun part. You relax. Come in for a visit with our team. We'll listen as you explain your needs, dreams, and desires. We'll then craft and implement a financial plan to achieve your goals. Don't worry. As life happens, we'll adjust your plan. All you have to do is take it easy. Don't make retirement harder than it should be. Schedule your visit with our team. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. We're only a phone call away. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. After a while, all that financial noise seems to run together. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the... Anyone? Anyone? The Great Depression passed the... Anyone? Anyone? It's time for a fresh perspective. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. You're tuned in to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray, financial coach at Insight Folio, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. You can find us online by going to insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. 
Kevin is the co-author of the book Navigating Through Retirement, and that book is part of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit that Kevin has put together for radio listeners to help you kind of understand what's going on in the financial world and to learn some of the basics of uh, retirement planning. It's a great starter's guide for a lot of folks, right, Kevin? It is. You know, we pack uh, some stuff in there. I think that's very important, especially in today's environment. About, uh, you know, we'll throw a couple of books in there about taxes. We talked a lot about taxes earlier today. And more important is the book about planning for retirement. Because when the market's down like it is today, there's some key insights in there that I think most people can take advantage of. So if that's you, all you got to do is text the word KIT to 33222. Look for a physical white box. I'll have it stuffed with goodies and we'll send it out to you. Every week we send out, uh, you know, quite a few and the post office really enjoys this, the business. So keep the post <laughs> office in business if you like that idea and I'd be happy to send it out to you. So just text the word KIT to 33222 and we'll get it out to you. There you go. Support local business by texting the word KIT, K-I-T, to the number 33222. We'll text you right back with a link to click on, put in your info, and we'll be able to send you that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Check it out. All you have to do is text the word KIT to the number 33222. This is a free resource, no cost or obligation there, of course. On today's show, we're talking about getting ready for retirement, preparing for our financial future, how to get into a better situation. And uh, there's this old saying, of course, in retail, the restaurant world, the hospitality world that goes, the customer is always right. We've certainly all heard that before. But when it comes to financial planning, is the same true? In some cases, it's probably not wise to subscribe to that same line of thinking. What's the point of having a financial coach if your advice is always going to be better than the coach's advice? That's just one kind of good example to think about. So we're going to talk about some statements that you might hear from clients, Kevin, that might require you to push back a little bit because the customer isn't always right, as we often find out. Uh, here's an example. And we're not picking on folks here, by the way. It's just reality of the situation. Now is a great time to get out of the market or opposite of that. Now's a time to get in the market. I'm sure you're hearing a little bit of both sides of this over the last couple of weeks. I am. I am. So we're hearing that. What do you think we're, they're, they're talking about, Walter? Well, just, hey, the market's crashed. I need to get out of the market yeah. until things stabilize. Or the other way around, you know, it could be it's crashed. It's time for me to dive back in. I think we're at the bottom. You know, people trying to time the market. You're timing the market, exactly. I knew you'd get that answer. Yeah. But you're really getting good at this. Maybe <laughs> I'd start interviewing you. But, you stopped uh, asking me math questions, I guess. Is the, <laughs> well, about probably, I'll see if I can't work oh, one no. in here. All but right. yeah. So we're talking about timing the market. So what does timing the market mean? Well, it's picking the exact best time to get in or get out of the market. You know, if we look just at April, just a month ago, right? April, did you know this, Walter, was the best month for the market since 1987? Wow, that's wild, isn't it? It is. I mean, we're going through this pandemic and you would think, you know, it wouldn't be since that way. Since 1987. But since 1987, yeah. Hmm. So if we look back at February and, and March, guess what? The market was down 30%. So how, in just those two months, how is it possible for someone to time the market, the best time to get in, the best time to go? You had equally bad news across, you know, the pandemic still going on. You can't get away from the news from it on, on the radio, the TV, or what have you. So the market was down 30, and then we had the best month since 1987. And by the way, uh, Walter, if the market is down 30, do you have to recoup 30 to get back to even? Uh, you have to recoup more, actually, more, right? Right, yeah. Percentage-wise. Mm -hmm. And this is about 43%, and that's the world of percentages, right? So you lost 30, 
And now you need to get back to 43 just to break even. And here's the key. How do you time? How do you pick the best time to do that? Well, you can't. Remember, the market is a long-term investment. So you're going to have these ups and downs throughout the market. And you have to take it in stride. That's normal part of the market, the ups and downs. So it's a long-term investment. Long-term means these ups and downs are going to come. So don't panic. Don't try to time the market because we know it doesn't work. That's a great point, Kevin. Just one example where the customer isn't always right. Another one would be, you know, this is uh, what I want to invest in, Kevin. I just need you to pick the exact funds for me. Yeah, we get that, uh, especially lately, you know, and this is usually the hottest topic of the day. You know, you you listen to CNBC or the news, you know, gold's on a tear. You know, how many gold commercials you hear lately, uh, Walter? All over the place. All over the place, right? Bitcoin, you hearing those? Uh, I haven't heard many Bitcoin commercials, but certainly read a lot about it. Yeah, you read a lot about marijuana stocks. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. very popular. All of those things are popular. So people, some people will want to say, you know what, I want to get in. I want to put all money in on whatever sector of the economy they think that that's going to do good. But in reality, what they need to be concentrating on is a well-diversified plan. Why? Well, because it's going to even out the volatility of the market, especially in, uh, in the last few months. So let's assume that you had all your money invested in just one asset class, Bitcoin, marijuana, gold. You're going to take big swings one way or the other in the movement of the market, depending on what that does. If you add different asset classes in there, if you add st- you know, large company stocks, small company stocks, bonds, real estate, all those things, what it tends to do is take out a lot of those wild up and downs into your account. So don't invest just in one thing. Get a well-diversified plan that will serve you good going down the road and it'll take out a lot lot of that volatility we're always seeing. That's another great point, Kevin. All right, here's another scenario. Let's say I come in and I talk to you and I say, you know what, no, I don't really need to spend the money on blank. Uh, That blank could be anything, a will, a trust, life insurance, disability insurance, maybe long-term care coverage, something like that. Well, and that's the key, right? Because all of those are part of what? A good plan. So take, for example, a trust. You know, let's say that you work for Dow Chemical over here and you bought a lot of stock and you bought it outside your retirement account. Well, guess what? That trust may help your kids out dramatically because there's something called stepped up basis in there. So you you can help a lot in the taxes. What about life insurance? You want to spend the money on life insurance. You're a young guy like Walter. You're starting out. You're going to have a few kids. And then the major breadwinner is gone, or even one of the breadwinners is gone. That's going to be a significant hit to the spouse that's at home. Life insurance is always a big one. And if you're still working, and this is what most people miss, Walter, as far as I'm concerned, you need disability insurance. If you weren't able to work, and we're finding that out, right? We're finding it out right now. If you're not able to work and you were disabled, where's the money going to come from? Remember that commercial, Aflac? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we need, that's what disability insurance is. And then the big one, once you get into retirement, what's the one thing that can really disable your retirement plans? That's long-term care planning. All of these things cost money, but they all serve a purpose. And that purpose is to protect you and protect what you've accumulated throughout your life. So don't ignore that. You know, you have to spend money. Most people will spend money insuring their iPhone, insuring their boat and whatnot. Make sure you do the same thing for your own lifestyle. Take that to heart and start thinking about those things that the dollars going towards those things are really going to help you somewhere down the road. We're talking with Kevin Ray about some of the things that uh, the customer isn't always right about on today's show. If you have questions for Kevin, don't hesitate to reach out. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Another good example, Kevin, is if I come to you and say, you know, it's fine that the returns aren't very good right now because the fees are low. 
Or maybe it's the opposite. Hey, the investment's doing really well, but the fees, hey, they're too high. That doesn't make much sense, does it? Yeah, where's the flaw in that thinking? Where's the, well, fees matter, obviously, right? But it's what you keep that counts. So remember that. You know, if your fees are low but and your returns are low, well, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing. And if your fees are high and your returns are high, same thing applies there. It's what the bottom line, what's your bottom line after your fees, after your diversification goes on, after your plan, how's it fit into your plan? So don't, you know, don't let fees determine one way or another because there are fees no matter what you do. But you have to prioritize what's important in your stage of your life. Now, is it growth? Then we have to look at growth stocks. Guess what? They're more expensive fee-wise versus bonds. Or if you're getting closer in retirement and you have to shift over, so fees are always going to be there. Just make sure the fees that you're paying are well worth what you're receiving. Mm, that's a great point as well. All right, Kevin, last one here as we talk about the customer isn't always right. If someone comes to you and says, hey, my accounts are down right now, I don't think this plan is working. Well, guess what? You know, the market is doesn't always go up, does it, Walter? No, not always. I mean, you're just we're, you're we're, just we've seen that recently. <laughs> yeah. You're just a young kid, right? And um, I'm giving you credit here. And you've seen the market go up and down how many times in the last 10, 15, 20 years? Well, uh, from what I can really remember, uh, we've now been through four major blips that I can remember. The dot-com crash, I was still yep. you know, pretty young when that happened, but the dot-com crash graduated college right around the time of the 2008 financial crash. I kind of lumped in the four, 9-11 also happening. I remember the uncertainty around that time, even though it was a kind of a shorter crisis in terms of the stock market. And now the current one that we're going through. Yeah. So guess what? This is normal, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's, it's kind of at this the, point becoming and feeling more normal. Yeah. yeah. Well, since the beginning of the Wall Street, there's been ups and downs. So that's the key here. So the market doesn't always go up. And so why, why are people worried right now? Because the market's down. Well, if you're retired and you have to take money out of your accounts while the market is down, that's a good reason to be worried. You know, why? Because your account is losing value, could be down 30%. And guess what? You still have to withdraw money from that account to supplement your retirement income. This is why the type of accounts you have are very, very important. Your accounts need to generate income, whether the market's up, down, or sideways, because income is going to be king when you're retired. So if your accounts aren't doing that and you're sitting in a place to where your accounts are losing money and you're having to sell shares or principal and you're worried about running out of money, that's a good thing to be concerned about. So if that's you and you're wondering, how do I produce income in retirement? No matter what the market's doing, I need to have a, a better feeling about me going into retirement and through retirement. Guess what? That's what I do here every week. This is my passion. This is what I love helping people do. I love to empower people to help make smart financial decisions. And if that's you, you've been sitting on the sidelines, you've been listening to us for a while, and you're wondering, how do I do it? It's easy. Just pick up the phone, give us a call, and I'd be happy to sit down with you or go have a Zoom meeting, whatever works for you, and get this process started for you. Stop procrastinating, you know, because that doesn't work out in the long term. We all know that. So pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'd be happy to help you. That's all you have to do is pick up the phone and give a call to 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Make sure you're on the right track to get to and through retirement with a plan that's built to last and one that's customized for your needs, goals, and wants. It all starts with a phone call, and the number is 888-885-PLAN. If you get the voicemail, leave a quick note, and Kevin will return your call and set up that time to meet for a conversation about what's going on in your financial life. 
Kevin's local, has uh, more than 28 years of experience in the financial planning world, born and raised in Pinconning. So you can tap into this great local resource right now by calling. If you get the voicemail again, just leave a quick note and Kevin will be back in touch. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. You don't have to wait to the end of the show. You can go ahead and call in now and ask Kevin for that complimentary financial review. 888-885-PLAN is that number. More coming up on today's show. You're tuned in to the Simply Financial Radio Show with Kevin Ray. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. A quick sidestep from all the financial talk. And my fun question for you this week, Kevin, what movie do you know the most quotes from? Mm, that's a good good question. Not, not necessarily like your favorite movie, but what's one that you can quote the best? Well, I know um, almost every John Wayne movie, I can probably tell you a lot of words. <laughs> But my favorite, I think the one I really, I, I say all the time is Lonesome Dove. You know that if you listen. That's right, to me, yeah. You know, I, and I was just on last weekend. So, you know, there's a couple of good quotes old Gus has in there. You know, he, he's talking to Woodrow and one of them is, it ain't dying I'm talking about, it's living. You know, I love that quote. And uh, and then he's talking about, you know, the, um, the his romantic side. And he says, what's good for me may not be good for the weak-minded. I always love that quote. <laughs> oh, that is good. I like that. Yeah. Yep. And then the other one that always stuck with me, and it's kind of, um, you know, it's taught to everybody, says when you, Jake, he was caught uh, riding with the outlaws, and Gus and Woodrow have to dispel justice on him. He says, when you ride with an outlaw, you die with an outlaw. Sorry, you crossed the line. And uh, so I can go on and on and on, but I know we're limited <laughs> on time. So you can tell I really like that movie. So You rattled off a couple of good ones there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I could go on and on, yeah. That's good stuff. How about you? Uh, for me, it's the movie Airplane. I can. I just find myself a couple times a week probably quoting the movie Airplane. Um, you know, don't call me Shirley. Shirley. You yeah. know, that's obviously a, a fantastic one. One I find myself going uh, to a lot is, uh, you know, I just want to wish you both good luck. We're all counting on you. Um, that's that's probably one of my favorite moments of that movie. <laughs> and then the, uh, you know, I think I picked the wrong day to quit. You know, fill in the blank. <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever the uh you know item of choice is at the moment so yeah there's just a lot of uh, a lot of pieces that that's when i developed my drinking problem and you know splashes himself in the face with the water so yeah, that, yeah good, that's probably the one for me a good john wayne one too in the cowboys i don't know if you watched that one where he's getting all the kids to you know take the herd of cattle down and he says, come on, girls, we're burning daylight. You know, get them up in the morning. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all good stuff. All good yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah, yours tend to seem, uh, to, you like the quotes that kind of have like this lasting impact. Mine are more so like finding real world situations where I can, you know, just slide in that same mention over and over. So yeah, <laughs> you've got some, some cleverness to yours for sure, which I like. Well, that's cool. I'm sure everybody's got that movie or two that they love to uh, quote from, and those are ours for sure. More coming up on today's show. Stay with us. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Back to the financial talk coming up next. No need to complicate it. This is Simply Financial. You're tuned in to Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here with you alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Saginaw and Pinconning. You can call 888-885-PLAN if you have questions for Kevin 
or go online to insightfolios.com. On today's show, we're going to cover some classic pre-retiree mistakes. So as you're getting closer and closer to retirement but haven't reached that important date yet, what are some of the mistakes that people make and what are the consequences of them, Kevin? And then most important of all, how can we fix those issues? So one that I know that you probably see all the time is folks coming through the door at age 59, plus or minus a couple of years, and they're investing the same way they did when they were 39. Well, that that does happen. Why do you think that happens, Walter? Well, because that's what you've been doing your whole life. Why right. would you, why change? Yeah, well, Wall Street's taught us that, right? Growth, growth, growth. That's pretty much all that matters. So if you're 39, guess what? You should be focusing on investing for growth because you have years to go before you retire. So that makes sense. But when you're 59 years old and your focus, in my opinion, needs to start changing. Why? Because you're getting closer to retirement and you're going to need what? You're going to need income. So your investments are going to need to produce income no matter what the market does. So is that same investment that got you from 39 to 59, is that same investment is the correct one from 59 to say 90? Probably not. And that's where the investment process comes in. And that's where you come in, the listener, because you need to guess what? You need to understand how certain investments are going to produce the income you need going in and through retirement. And those investments that you had at 2939 are probably not suitable to do that. So if that's you, you need to reassess your portfolio and make sure you're on track to do exactly that, get to and through retirement. That's a great point, Kevin. So these are classic pre-retiree mistakes. Social Security has to be on this list, Kevin. And people start Social Security sometimes without a full plan or strategy around it, and they could be leaving money on the table. Wow, that, that's a big one there, too. So when I sit down with someone, I'm asking them to bring their Social Security statement in. And by the way, if you're listening and you're, you're saying to yourself, I haven't received one in years, well, they, they quit sending them out until you, you're to 60 years old. So if that's you, go to www.ssa.gov and get your own Social Security statement. Why? Because it's going to be a part of your monthly income. It's going to be a big part of your monthly income. But in almost every case, guess what? Your Social Security benefit is not going to be enough. And that's what I call a shortfall. So the shortfall is this. Let's say you need your Social Security is $1,500 per month and you need $3,000 per month. Well, guess what? Your shortfall is $1,500. You're short $1,500 per month in order for you to enjoy your retirement. So this is where the real planning is going to take place. How do you produce that $1,500 from your investments without running out of money? In the planning process, you know we can show you taking Social Security at different ages and how that will affect your income strategy. But almost everybody has this in common. Your Social Security benefit is not going to be enough to get you to and through retirement. So doing some sort of strategy to get the most out of it that you can in your particular situation makes sense. So that make sure that when you sit down with an advisor, you're going to go through some sort of strategy to see which way makes uh, more sense for you in your own particular situation. That's a great point, Kevin. And these are really important, I think, for us to address on today's show because they often get overlooked. And that's why they're classic mistakes that pre-retirees make. Another big one is focusing on tax preparation and not tax planning. They're two very different things. Oh, that's that's very two different things. And most people, what do you think they fall, Walter? On the tax planning side, right? Right. Well, I'm, not on, on the, I'm sorry, on the tax preparation side. They do. And why? Why do you think that is? Well, again, that's kind of how we start out in life. We don't really need to do a lot of tax planning when we're in our 20s necessarily. And so we just kind of fall into the mode of just doing tax preparation. Exactly. So this is where if you're more in that, you know, I'm getting ready for my taxes instead of some planning for your taxes, you maybe need to look around for another different tax preparer. They need to be proactive. And this is where they earn the money. What do I mean by that? 
Well, instead of just preparing your taxes, filling in the blanks, and then at the end saying you're going to get back this much or you owe this much, they should be giving you advice on, you know, if you do this, this will save you X amount over here. If you have you thought about this strategy, it saves you X amount over here. So start changing that focus. Walter is exactly right. We've been taught when we started getting into the workforce, we didn't need much tax planning because we didn't have much you know, to deduct and those types of things. But as you get older, that changes. And all the help you can get will help you further on down the line now. So think about it that way. So if I, what can I do today that'll help for tomorrow? And that's one big part of it. Start doing some tax planning. Another uh, really good thing I think for us to talk about here, Kevin, would be when it comes to that healthcare coverage side of things, assuming that most of your retirement healthcare needs are going to be covered by Medicare. Another big mistake that a lot of folks make. Well, it is because, you know, Medicare kicks in at age 65 for most people, unless you're disabled. But that doesn't take care of everything. That's why we have Medicare supplement policies. They're going to pay for what Medicare uh, doesn't. So when you turn 65 and you're eligible for Medicare, you're probably going to be looking at some of these supplement policies. They're, you know, they're advertised all over the place. And what about long-term care? This is the one thing I think a lot of people have uh, misconceptions on is that Medicare will not pay for a long-term care facility. That's on you. So if you happen the misfortune to go to a nursing home, it's $9,000 a month in our area. How are you going to fund that? Medicare is not going to pick it up. So that's where some real planning comes down the pike too, because that's a real you know, obstacle that you may have to overcome in retirement is that long-term care planning. Um, you know, my mom and dad, for example, they have it. And my opinion on the long-term care insurance was this. Either you buy it or I'm going to buy it. And the reason is because I don't want them to go to nursing home. The long-term care insurance also pays for at-home health care. And that's the primary risk. Nobody wants to go to a nursing home. So if that's you, don't rely on Medicare to pay that. Be proactive. Start looking into some options to take care of that risk going down the road. Last but not least, Kevin, taking on additional risk to make up for lost time. People get toward the end of their working lives and they're like, ooh, should have saved a little bit more. Well, let's try and make up some ground here at the end. Well, that happens uh, from time to time, too, and I sit down and talk to people. So if that's you and you started late to the game of saving for uh, you know, your retirement, you may just have to take on some more risk. This is where your advisor is going to come in. You know, They need to put together a plan that shows you what your shortfall is. We just talked about that a little bit ago. How much income does your investments need to produce? And based on that, guess what? It's based on the planning, is going to determine how much risk you need to take. Don't go on emotions. So some people will hear something like this. On a scale of 1 to 10, how do you feel about risk? Well, if you say eight in January of this year, guess what? They're going to build your portfolio based on eight. But I bet you now your emotions have, have changed at eight to maybe a four. So don't do it on that. Base it on real numbers. Base it on what you need in order to get you to and through retirement. And a lot of times, you know, we, we'll see that a person, if you get later on in life, they're able to save more money. Why? Because the house is paid off. Your kids are, are doing fine. You have no car payments. So you freed up a lot of money. So a lot of times when we sit down with people, even though they started late in life, we have time to make it up and we have time to do it without taking on a whole lot of risk. We still got to take risk, but without rolling, you know, the dice and, and betting everything on, say, small cap stocks. So if that's you, there's only one way to find out. And that's to sit down with your advisor and figure these things out. And if you don't have an advisor, you can call my office. I'd be happy to sit down with you. It's a pretty easy phone call. Just call 888-885-PLAN, and I would be happy to sit down with you and go through that process. 
Again, it's 888-885-PLAN, your number to call to get in touch with Kevin. That's 888-885-7526. Find out where you are right now in your retirement and financial journey and what needs to change for you to cross the finish line and avoid some of these classic pre-retiree mistakes that so many others fall victim to. Make sure that you're learning from their mistakes and not making them yourself. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's the number to dial, 888 888- 885-7526. Kevin will make sure that you are more confident in your financial plan, that you understand it better. It's all part of the educational process that he takes clients through each and every day. Give a call now. Leave a voicemail if you get that, and uh, Kevin will be back in touch with you to set up that time to talk. 888-885-PLAN. No cost or obligation to have an initial conversation with Kevin. Just get to know him a little bit, find out some more about the process, and uh, get a good understanding of how you can improve your situation going forward. It all starts with a phone call, though, and the number to dial is 888-885-7526. That's 888-885-PLAN. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for the time on today's show. Enjoyed it, and we'll look forward to talking again soon. Stay safe. We'll talk to you next week. You do as well. That's Kevin Ray. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon right back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.